Welcome to Camp Glory's Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this week's encouraging message by Pastor Sam Fine. For more information, please visit kingofglorycc.com. Galatians 5.22 But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, Let's read them all. Let's see. Faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things. There is no law. Today I have a basket of fruit here. A wonderful basket. Full of all kinds of fruit. There's love fruit. Peace. Joy. And there's other fruit in here. Maybe patience. Maybe whatever. But as the Lord evaluates your life and he looks at the fruit in your life, what does he see? The question is, are you a fruitful person? Because God is is asking us, be ye fruitful. Grow in fruit in all proportions. Not just in one area but in many areas. But if I could be honest with you, I'm looking for this one fruit that might be hard to find because it's gotten to be so small. I know it's in here. Let's see. Uh, Yeah, I think it's in here. Oh, well, here it is. If this might represent the size of a fruit in my life, it would be patience. Unfortunately, this has not yielded a, a bumper crop in my life. And I don't know about you, but the fruit of patience is the one fruit, though, that God uses to develop all the fruit. It's the one fruit he uses to test you in so that love might grow, peace might grow, joy, all the other, self-control. I was told today that grapefruit uh, prophetically represents uh, self-control. It's bittersweet. So... But as you look at your life and allow God to even evaluate it, are you producing fruit in your life? Well, it's my desire, and I hope it's yours, that actually patience might become one of the largest fruits in your basket. Because it is vitally critical that that fruit grow in gigantuan form, maybe to watermelon size in your life, Because patience is a two-sided coin. You're either patient or you're impatient. And more things have happened in people's lives because they were impatient. Because they did not like the fact that they had to wait. Waiting on things can be very, very challenging for individuals. The other day... uh, the fire alarm was uh, tripped at church. So 
I immediately called uh, the alarm system company to make sure that they called off the fire alarm or that they notified the fire department to let them know that it was a false alarm. So I'm on the phone with, with uh, waiting for the alarm company and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and in my mind, you know, when it comes to the fire department, <clears throat> two minutes can feel like eternity. In two minutes, the fire department can be halfway to this church. So I'm on the phone for several minutes. I don't know what the lady was doing. She might have been eating lunch or having a cup of coffee. I don't know, but oh my goodness, when she got on the phone, I laid into her. What is going on? Why are you guys so taking so long? And um, she said, "Oh, oh, so I am so sorry, Sonny." And uh, and so I thought, I thought, wow. And uh, and I said, you know what? I said, I'm just going to be really honest with you. This is unacceptable because. By the time you got on the phone and could have called the fire department, they're probably half the way here. And I said, I don't need all the Buncombe County's fire departments and the sheriff's department showing up in our parking lot. So whatever you can do to prevent that from happening, please do. So 45 minutes later, the fire department still shows up. So, <laughs> but that's another story, and uh, we won't get into it. But... Um, you know, having to be patient while you're on the phone, while you want to change your Verizon phone bill, after it's been 30 minutes, do you find yourself getting a little impatient? How about um, when you're sitting in traffic and you're kind of in a hurry to get where you want to go and all of a sudden I-26 is just locked up? Or you're having to wait on someone that you love turn their life around and come back to the Lord. You're having to wait. And you're having to patiently wait for those resources to come in so that you might pay for your bill. A bill that's due or maybe past due. All these are examples and many more any of us can go through. But what God does in in bringing the weight in your life, causing you to be patient, it is the opportunity for God to surface things in your heart. And it's God's way of bringing things up in your life that shows you what's on the inside. And in that, when it surfaces, a lot of times we don't like what we see. But it's in that surfacing that God is going to be cutting away things in your life. Paul says it this way better than anybody. Philippians 1.6 For I am confident of this very thing that he who began a good work in you that he who began the good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. Those three words will perfect it are very important. It's not maybe, but will perfect it in your life as you wait and you're having to be patient. 
Because God is all about perfecting you into the image of his, of his son, Jesus. He's about shaping your heart so that when people see you, they see the reflection of his son. And so in that, I got a sneaky feeling that one of God's ways of perfecting you and, and myself is that he gives you a promise And then for some reason, he slows down time. <laughs> and you got to wait. 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 He causes us to wait. And in the waiting, it gives time for those hidden places to surface in your life. It gives time for those places that Really, there's no any other way to surface but through the weight. And those hidden places of sin within our hearts seem to bubble up to the surface. And it's how we deal with those things will determine a lot of times the duration and the length of the trial in your life. Do you know that the weight... That I don't think that God just all of a sudden puts in his mind, all right, this wait for this one is going to be three months and two weeks. I think the trial and the duration and the length of the wait is determined by you. Because he's perfecting you. He's fashioning you. And I believe that the trial doesn't have to last as long as it is lasting if you would just realize what the Lord is after in your life. The Lord is, is seeing areas in your life he wants to see fruit in. And so therefore, he uses that wonderful word, patience, to bring forth that fruit in your life as you wait. In Luke 21, Jesus was giving instruction to his disciples about the last days. And what was to come upon the earth? And he says something that's very interesting in, in verse 19 of Luke 21. He says, by your patience, possess your souls. Do you hear that? By your patience, possess your souls. As we stand firm and we're patiently waiting for the promise as we are enduring trials and challenges in our life, in that we have the opportunity to find freedom within our soul. To be released from those things that are holding us down. Those cares and those worries. As we realize that as times, are, uh, as times on this earth are winding down, it is a good thing. Because he said, lift up your heads. Lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. And to not lose heart because he's overcome the world. But we can begin to walk in the fullness of the Spirit as we allow these things to come up and not fulfill the desires of our flesh. So it's important to remember that we can profit when we are going through trials. James 1, verse 2 and 4. You know, I think this verse is, is not going to be... If I were to ask you, what is your favorite Bible verse? 
I don't know if I've ever heard that James 1 is people's very, uh, most favorite Bible verse. It's not one that's high. I don't think it's going to be put on any tombstone, you know, that through, through the trials in life, that uh, count it all joy, brother and sister. You know, that's just not one that you're going to pick. But as we read it, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces what? Patience. So the trial is producing something in your life. And patience is paramount that it be a, a, a large fruit in your life. But let patience have its perfect work. That you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Patience has the ability to bring up bad fruit. It has the ability to bring and surface up those things in your life that have to be dealt with. You know when you got bad fruit in your life, what do you do? Do you whack away at the bad fruit? When you see bad fruit, do you, whack the, do you get rid of the bad fruit? Well, kind of. But I'll make another suggestion. If you see bad fruit, you've got to go to the root. You've got to deal with the root system. You know, if I, I wish I could, I got all these weeds growing in my, you know, my gardens and at my house. And if I just wanted my weed whacker and just, just chopped the top part of the weeds off on all the weeds in my yard, guess what will happen in two more weeks? I'm going to see all them weeds again. So I got to start pulling out all the root systems of all the weeds around my house so that my house can look pretty. You don't have to be dealing with all those things and spraying Roundup and doing everything else. And then they come back in six months. It's like, oh, this stuff doesn't work. But because of impatience, because of being impatient, it can cause an individual to fall into sin very easily. Exodus 32. We read a story of Moses who is going to the top of Mount Sinai to receive the Ten Commandments. From God and, and all the Israelites were waiting for him at the base of the mountain. And as they waited, guess what? They got impatient. They got impatient with Moses. What is he doing up there at that mountain? Well, surely he's not talking with God. Can he get down there and see that we're hot, we're thirsty? And so what do they do? They assembled everybody together and Aaron. Aaron got caught up in the big hoorah. And this is what it says in Exodus 32. Now when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people assembled about Aaron and said to him, Come, make us a God who will go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up from the land of Egypt, we do not know what he has become of him. Aaron said to them, Tear off the gold rings which are in your ears, of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. Then all the people tore off their gold rings, which were in their ears, and brought them to Aaron. He took this from their hand, and he fashioned it with a graving tool, and made it into a molten calf. And they said, This is your God. O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. You know, this was not Israel's best day. This was not a good day for the Israelites. Declaring that a, a, a molten calf made of gold was the God that brought them out of Egypt. God got very angry. And he smote 
a lot of them. Opened up the ground, ate a bunch of them up. It was not a good day. It was, and it happened because they got impatient in waiting for God, in waiting for Moses. Let's look at a couple um, who had to patiently wait for their promise. So go with me to Genesis 12, 1. 12, 1, verse 1 through 3. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. And I will make you a great nation and I will bless you. And I will make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you. And the ones who curse you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. You know when God spoke to Abraham he was 75 years old. 75 years old when he speaks to him about this promise. But it wasn't until he was 100 years old that the promise was manifested. So Abram and his wife Sarai had to wait 45 years to see Isaac born. Think about that. 45 years. You know, one could say, wow, Abraham was a really patient man. And Sarai was very patient. I, I don't think that's what it was. I think it took 45 years because God was perfecting things in their life that needed to be dealt with so that through their lives all the families of the earth could be blessed. And God had to deal with Abraham, Abram, and Sarai. Their names get changed to Abraham and Sarah, but first they're Abram and Sarai. But I think it took 45 years of their personal lives for things to be perfected. For them to walk in the fullness of the promise that God had for them. So let's look at what happens after they were given the promise. The first test that comes in Genesis 12 after they travel down to Egypt... What happens to Abram? He becomes afraid. He's like, man, the Pharaoh, Pharaoh is going to see my bride, Sarai, because she's beautiful, and he's going to kill me because he's going to want to marry her. So what does he do, Sarai? Say to the man, I'm your brother. And, and Sarai, uh, you will be my sister. So in that, he devises this plan and all of a sudden, he's like realizing at this moment that, okay, I got things set. I've kind of maneuvered things. Well, the, the Pharaoh kind of caught wind of it, realized, oh my goodness, this is not his sister. This is his wife. God deals with him. And, and, and God uh, ends up having Pharaoh to bless him and releases him. But what I want to get to, the point is, is that... Abram did not trust God with, with his heart and with the promise that he spoke to him. He spoke to him that those that curse him, that God would curse. God's basically saying, I got your back. I'm going to protect you. I'm watching over you. No harm is going to come to you. But did Abram trust that word? He didn't. 
So he was in a trial that was developing deep within him. Do I really trust the living God with what he has promised me with? Do I trust him with my life? Do I trust him in the areas with my children? Do I trust him in the areas of my provision? Do I trust him that he wants to give me good land? But see, Abram and then Abraham still didn't learn the lesson. Do you know that he went down to the south country, down to the, to the Negev, down to, to the, where Pharaoh was for a second time? And he goes through the same thing with Abimelech. He says it does the same thing with Abimelech. And it's like, oh my goodness. He's just he's walking into the same trap. But I want to tell you something. When God is after perfecting you and working on you that you might trust him with all of your heart, he's not going to allow you just to get out of it because you go through one trial. Do you know God will allow that trial to come back in your life? God will allow a very similar trial to come back around your life because he loves you enough to not allow you to stay in the state that you're in. He's perfecting you. He's fashioning you. He's making you into a masterpiece. But he's not going to let you get away with it. You think, you, whoo, I got out of that trial. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Well, guess what happens in about five more years? It comes back around. So I want to give you a, a word of advice. Surrender to the trial. To the Lord Jesus Christ and put your trust in him. Trust him with all of your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will make your path straight. The Israelites unfortunately had to go around this mountain how many times? A whole bunch of times. Do you know that journey out of the wilderness really is 14, 16 day journey. Guess how long they made it? 40 years. That's a lot of walking in the desert. It could have ended a lot sooner, I think. So the first trial was fashioning trust. The second test comes when there was strife between Abram's herdsmen and Lot's. It says, and so there would be no strife between them. Abram told Lot to separate from him and pick any land that he wanted. It appears, you know... Lot wasn't stupid. He, he's like, Woo, I like that valley down there. It's nice and green and got a lot of water. I'm going to pick the best spot. And I'm sure Abram was thinking, what did I just do? I just gave him the best land. And so in that, I know Abram was thinking, man, God, do you really have something good for me? Well, God has to come back around and reaffirm him and let him know, I've given you the good land. I'm a good father. How many of us really know that God is good? God wants to give us good things in life. He's a wonderful father. And he knows what he has for us. Even though it might appear like someone else is really getting blessed and they're getting the good land. And I'm still over here, you know, pulling the weeds out of my desert. He's got a wonderful thing for you. He's taking care of you. We need to trust him that he's a good father. And that he knows what's best for us. The next test 
comes in Genesis 15. God promises Abram that the heir to the promise will come forth from his own body. And then what happens? Ten years. They have to wait ten years more. And guess what happens? His bride gets a little impatient. And bitterness begins to come up within her heart. I guess God doesn't want to bless me with a child. So what does she do? Well, Abram, sleep with our maid servant, Hagar. You know, when you're in the midst of a trial and, 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 and you want to find a way out of it, you know, we can really make a mess of things when we try to fix things for God. They tried to, they tried to fix it. They tried to say, oh, okay, we'll have a baby and, and it'll come from, from our, but it'll come through our maidservant. Well, that's not the way God intended it. They got out of the boundaries of what God wanted. They tried to fix things and take matters into their own hands. I can't tell you how many times I wanted, I got in and I tried to fix things. The next thing I know, I've made a big mess of it. Has that ever been you? Yeah. It's just surrender from having to fix things and make things right. God is very capable of fulfilling his promise. He can do it any way he wants. And trust me, he doesn't need your help. He's very capable. He's very capable. Well, I want to wind this down. That's a pretty small piece of fruit, isn't it? Does your heart desire to want to see patience one of the largest pieces of fruit in your basket? This fruit is born out of love. This fruit is born out of a father's heart that loves you dearly. You know, over the years, I've done many weddings and I've read the most wonderful chapter in the Bible, 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter. And do you know what the description, the first description of love is in 1 Corinthians 13? Love is patient. It's patient. It's then kind. I want to encourage you that those of you that are going through trials, your response and your yielding and allowing God to have his way in perfecting your character, the fruit of your life into the image of Jesus is all determined by your response to it. Are you surrendering to the Lordship of Christ and saying, Lord, you are sovereign and you're in charge and you know what you're producing in my life. And Lord, I ask that you would bring to death all impatience, all anger, all bitterness, all, all the bad fruit. I ask that you bring it to death and declare to him he's a good father and that you love him and that 
you will follow him all the days of your life. And I want you to know that your response to love, because that's really what it is, it's love operating in your life, your response will determine a lot of times the duration and the length of the trial. Are any of you going through trials right now? Challenges? Anything? Do I have any hands up or y'all like trial free? If you're trial free, I want to know what you're doing. I wish patience was a gift, don't you? I wish I could just receive patience as a gift like from the Holy Spirit. Lord, give me the gift of patience. But patience is produced in the trial. It's produced in the trial. And patience has a perfect work. So I just want to encourage you today to almost like say, all right, Lord, I surrender. I surrender all. I surrender all to you. And I declare that you're Lord of my life. Y'all stand with me. Thank you for listening to King of Glory Sermon of the Week. Connect with us on Instagram at KOG underscore Asheville and on Facebook at facebook.com slash KOG Asheville.